You're listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 166, where we will be discussing chapter 16 of Fallen of City of Fallen Angels, New York City Angels. That's a lot of fucking angels. I'm Kristen. It is. <laughs> fucking I'm angels. Robin. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm Amanda. It's okay. Uh, oh. Sure, you're my angel. That's where you went with that, huh? I was thinking uh, of John Travolta as an angel. Oh, okay. What was that? City of Angels? Michael? Yes, that's yeah. the one. Okay, okay. Yeah. I went with, was it Shaggy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Mine's a little older. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, um... I don't know if you saw it, and I forgot to react on Facebook, but one of our listeners posted in our Facebook group about another podcast doing an ACOTAR breakdown. Oh, snap. Yeah, and I started listening to it, and I was able to get in about probably 30 seconds because I have kids and it was mm-hmm. impossible, but um, they're kind of annoying like us, and I love it. <laughs> like, it makes me feel so good. Not like annoying, annoying, you know, but like they were tangenting a little bit. And you stuff. can relate. And I was like, okay, cool. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It passed the vibe <sighs> check. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I forgot what it was called. The last, not the last podcast or something. I hope I'm not talking about another podcast. I might be making that up. So go check our Facebook page if you want to. Do know, it. Cause, Do it. Yeah. It was linked there. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I you're, I'm reading from Blood and Ash. Uh-huh. So are you into I'm it? starting that journey. Okay, listen. I have a confession, and I know it's a hot take. Yeah. I was having a really hard time listening to what, the discovery of witches because I was like, God, first person narrative is like it's rough. really cringy for me. Like I'm not into it. And then from Blood and Ash was also in first person narrative. And then I just realized that I really, really do not like the protagonist yes. of A Discovery of Witches, and I can't listen to it. She's and that is unbearable. That is going to be a, what is it, DNF for me? Yeah. I can't do it. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried four times. My eyes can't roll back further into my head. She's so I, I can't do it. And I... I really want... I think I like the concept of the story. Uh-huh. Like... Um, like history and like it checks off everything that I'm into and I, I really really want to read it but I don't like her and it's probably <laughs> because I don't like her like it's not like in her head she's like I'm the greatest person there is <laughs> and the whole book's about her running and stuff so I think I would like the TV series yeah. because I think there'd obviously be less of her internal monologue, but you can't watch it in the U.S. I can't figure out where to watch it. If somebody knows, let me know. It's, it's, I've checked. It's, 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 I I have, I think it's on Epic. I have it on Amazon Prime. What is it? Yeah. I couldn't get through it, It's called A Discovery of Witches. A Discovery of Witches, okay. It's a, yeah, the protagonist is like a she's like a scholar, like she works at like Oxford. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like Office Max, but she's also at Office Max. Yeah, she works at Office Max. She 
Hooters and Staples, y'all. <sighs> I know. So I'm just sorry. I'm, stupid I'm glad it didn't ruin, like, because I was going to let that first person narrative thing stop me from doing from Blood and Ash. Because I was like, I just can't stand this. Like, I can't stand oh. first person narrative. That has mm-hmm. to be it. Like, my brain's going, no, 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 no. It's not. I just don't like the protagonist. And I feel like I've read, because I, I had to, I felt so bad about not liking it that I went to Goodreads to see, like, am I the only one? Is it just me? Mm-hmm. I've Like, I've gotten recommendations from people I know in real life. I know listeners really like it. Like, am mm-hmm. I the problem? And so I had to go read other reviews to make sure that it wasn't just me that didn't like it. Um, and I felt bad right. about not, like, I want to like it. But uh, I'm glad it just didn't stop me from reading this because I'm into it. Well, and that's the thing is, like, first person the reason it's so touchy is because it's so much deeper in perspective and so you have to really relate to the primary character the narrator in order for you to kind of be involved in the book but if you don't connect with the narrator then first person is like literal fucking Uh torture well and there was a part in the book that was like it's third person because it's like the main character isn't there and Mm-hmm. I could like that was easier to listen to than the first person right. narrative of it. So I was like, maybe if this book, same character, same concept, was all in third person, I could probably like dig through it. Yeah, but crazy. I know your feelings are valid. Yeah. Robin. Um, and then a, a big sidebar from that, I tangented. In my brain, okay? That was, I don't know why, I just, I felt guilty. I had to get it off my chest, I think. On to bigger, brighter, and better news. Congratulations to uh, Miss Haley Marie yeah. on Instagram. Um, sorry. Yes, congratulations. Congratulations. I'm sorry that uh, it took us long. We are scatterbrained. Um, we love a freshie. I know. Dude, for real. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. I hope you're sleeping right now. Yes. Like, oh, we're just yes. in your dreams. <laughs> and if you can't sleep late at night, what better yeah. thing to do than listen right. to this? As a mom with a baby that is teething and sick and never sleeping right now, um, I suggest getting some AirPods, bro, or some sort of wireless <laughs> ha- headphones, earbuds. Changed my life. I'm not bored anymore sitting in there. It's not as dreadful. <laughs> well, and the AirPods are great because there's the noise canceling, the the second generation anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can like noise cancel and it, they're so mm-hmm. they're not going to disturb your baby when you're hearing yep. stuff also. It's great. Yeah, I um I just have to say, I just have to say that I have <laughs> four and a half hours left of Ghosts of the Shadow Market. And I am so excited to be like making my way through. Book Talk keeps suggesting all these thrillers for me, and I'm like, oh, I want to read that. And I'm like, no, stay focused, dude. You're almost, almost there. Done. I know. I have what and, three, three and a half books left. Uh huh. It's crazy. Are you? Um, obviously, you can't. Like, we'll go over the whole book in like mm-hmm. what seven years. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> Are you vibing with it? Do you like it? Yeah, I I am. Um, it's not my favorite, 
uh-huh. which I'm disappointed in because I really wanted to like it. Um, I love all the characters and everything, so I'm not sure why it's not my favorite. I don't know. Maybe the stories aren't long enough because they're just mm-hmm. little, you know, hour and a half-ish stories. Mm-hmm. But um, I love getting all the details. Disjointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but... I am loving it. I'm loving getting to know some of the characters deeper. There's people, obviously, that I hadn't gotten to know yet. And I'm like, I love this person. So. <laughs> yes. There's That's one character one. very specifically in there that we get, like, a glimpse of their story. And it makes me so angry that there's not more. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I wonder if we're talking thinking the same person. Because, yeah. So yeah, you gotta finish because I want to talk to you about it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> well, and I've heard that one is either a lot of people. It's kind of like a love hate thing with that book, also. Mm-hmm. So me, yeah, I don't think I hate my favorite it. One in the series is also. Mm-hmm. This is just um. Thirteen-year-old me, like I, I guess I can't just like what everybody else likes. <laughs> I gotta have my own yeah. pick me energy on that. Yeah, there awesome. you go. Good for you. <laughs> I liked it before. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or I can't like it because everyone else likes it. Right. Yeah. Too cool. Just get it straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, you guys. What do you say we uh, cut the chit-chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Simon has officially arrived at the Ironworks party and is immediately swept into the sordid affairs of others. He's trying to keep Jordan from making cartoon eyes at Maya, and then gets himself a front row seat to a Malik meltdown. Alec, King of Salt, is definitely T.O.'d at his immortal bow for not taking him through his Wikipedia page of past relationships. Clary bounces up from the table and Simon follows in pursuit wanting to know where she's headed to. She says that she thought she saw Jace and heads to investigate further. This leaves a sultry-looking Maya to confront Simon about his shitty behavior. The pair have a constructive conversation where Simon admits to being a bad boyfriend and also explains Jordan's involvement with the Praetor and biting Maya. Outside, Clary's met up with Jace, who's waving a giant red flag. (laughs) Unfortunately for Clary, she's got her teenage love blinders on, so she purposely doesn't see it. He's acting weird, saying that the Silent Brothers are wrong about how long it would take to fix him up. He's conflicted about his daddy issues, and he's worried he isn't the perfect man for Clary. She defends her argument again on why they're the perfect match, and he basically tells her to prove it by allowing him to place a permanent binding rune on her. Clary takes all of two seconds to deliberate before saying yes, which, as Vivian Ward would say, turned out to be a big mistake. Big. Huge. Huge. Mm -hmm. Huge. As she Massive. quickly loses consciousness. Big mistake. Back inside, Alec and Magnus, now alone, trudge through some of their issues. Alec is worried he's just another notch in Magnus's bedpost and asks him who this Will Herondale fella is. They almost reach the heart of the issue when they're interrupted by Izzy, telling them that Camille has escaped the sanctuary and Maris is expecting Magnus to help find her, which she is persuaded to do by Alec. Outside, one more time, Mr. Lewis sees a ghost from his recent past in the form of a vampy Maureen who is turned by the kidnappers. She's been sent to take Simon back to their lair, which he'd better do because uh, the head bitch in charge ain't fucking around and she's going to eventually start murdering people that, you know, Simon actually care about. 
Whoopsies. Whoops. Whoops. But also, like, can you imagine... All I can think of, like, okay, if I was in Simon's place, how guilty I would feel about not, like, of course I'd feel guilty about Maureen, but then I'd also feel not as guilty as if it were someone else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, (laughs) I know it sounds like I feel like a bad person, but, but it's like, there are levels, right? Like, I would care more if it was one of you guys versus maybe a coworker and a queen right yeah like bro like i'm really sorry julie but i'm glad it wasn't my friend (laughs) glad it's you and not someone else i love (laughs) i'm like i would for sure feel like a bad person about it but like it wouldn't change anything Right, right. Yeah, that's true. He didn't see Maureen very often. I th- honestly, I think I'd feel worse because she's so young. Yeah. And like she needed protecting sort of thing. I think he then- would like, obviously, I think he feels bad, but she seems so into being a vampire. Like she's super yeah. into, Take into it. it like so, a duck like- to water. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it makes the blow a little less painful. <laughs> Yeah, she's still so fucking annoying. It's great. He's like, Jesus Christ, you're really good at this. <laughs> she just jumped right in and he took time, you know. Uh, so the immortal child leads Simon to an incomplete new construction high rise. Um, and you can tell it's a re- it's during the recession because the condos start at $750,000 in New York City and it's empty. I'm like, oh, yeah. This is dating this book. (laughs) Wait a minute. What do they start at now? Because I know you're right, but what do you think they start at now? I'm sure it's like $2 million. I'm sure. Like a fancy condo in New York. I mean, a fucking regular ass house in Washington State costs $750,000. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, no yard. <laughs> Never a yard. We don't get yards anymore. No, it's not a thing. I don't have a yard. Uh, <sighs> yeah, like it's it's sitting there empty. It's like one of the it, during the especially the the late aughts. It was wild because of the recession. Like, all construction just stopped. They, like, everyone ran out of money at the same time. I will never forget. And so there was just all these, like, Mm -hmm. brand new buildings that just sat there. There was this one, like, they were building a strip mall down the street from my old house. And it looked like a castle. And Bryn was just like, I don't understand. Like, what is this castle going to be? And then... (laughs) It sat there vacant, like half built, because I think originally it was they were redoing one of the strip clubs, but I think they ran out of money, and so it sat vacant forever. And then it became it's a fucking convenience store, like with like it looks like a princess like tower turret. (laughs) Weird, because it was a strip. I think it was going to be, but they didn't like finish it all out, like. It was weird. weird. But. Those poor girls that needed jobs. <sighs> but, I know. But I think. 
this it just it, it reminded me of that i was like yeah all of these like empty construction and just waiting for teenagers to break in i mean i know i did yeah <laughs> uh so simon's response um upon seeing that their destination is like what their destination is is he tells Maureen that like it's closed he's like um there's a sign that says no trespassing beware of dog I don't <laughs> and be careful if you're Robin you think the dogs have thumbs they do you don't know she locks the car door if a dog runs up to us She's at a customer's house like they're gonna come and open the door for you <laughs> I know. I have not. You would never. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, anyway, Simon's a really bad vampire. And maybe it's because he was, like, watching Buffy or something. And he's, like, Spike always has to ask permission before he can go in. So. Okay, I'm really sorry, but I have to interject. And it's completely off topic. But it is that I found a Park (laughs) Avenue condo. For a million dollars. So that's a pretty good price, I feel like. It, but it has two bedrooms and five Why bathrooms. Why five bathrooms? Why? Who's pooping that much? You just got to have one within like a five-foot radius at all times. <laughs> yeah. Must be two dudes living there. Their, their bowels just work differently than ours. <coughs> anyway, sorry. Go oh, on. I just had to say. So the murder murderous adolescent ignores Simon's protests and like shimmies her way in. And as she's like moving stuff around so they can like break in, this Mundy like is walking his dog on the street and wrongly assumes that Marine is uh Simon's sister, which <laughs> does not make Psycho Baby happy. Um, and she like bears her fangs at this guy, which Reminds me of what the Volturi one said. That kid's got to die. Like, she can't follow rules. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the guy gives me old lady in a grocery store vibes. Like, my kid takes off her socks and shoes almost every time she gets in the car. I'm not going to take the time to put them back on her every single time if we're just running into the store. Especially when, and sometimes in the store, she'll take them off anyway. So many people feel like they have to, like, oh, your feet must be so cold, baby. Shut the Mind fuck up. Mind your goddamn business. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. the vibes I'm getting from so that dude. So Maureen leads him, Simon, into this building. Um, and it looks like construction has just, like, suddenly stopped. There's shit everywhere, you know, supplies, uh, tools, all the stuff. And... Like we said before, like with this time man- timeline, it makes sense. So Simon follows her into the elevator and she's like, next stop heaven. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere with you. Fucking demonic cherub. I don't know. <sighs> She's got CGI Renesmee face. That's literally all I could think about was like the whole there can't be child vampires. And it's consistent too, you know. Hello. 
I can hear you. Well, hello. Hello, hello Governor. <laughs> Hold on one second. <laughs> it looked like it wasn't recording. Sorry. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. The vo- even interview with the vampire. We, we know that children vampires are a bad idea. They they cannot be controlled. We know this from lore. I've never seen Listen, it. isn't she the same age as like Raphael was when he was turned? Or is it just because he's permanently a grumpy old man that it was different? I, I, th- I think temperament has a lot to do with it. Yeah. And in, okay. in the 1950s when Raphael was running around with the with the the greasers or whatever i think he was a little more <laughs> a little more mature than maureen who's pretending that she's some some fucking nerd's girlfriend right <laughs> yes fair. right yeah. how sad is her life she wants to pretend to be Simon's <laughs> poor kid she does, i bet she uses glitter eyeshadow like roll-on glitter eyeshadow yes I still can't get, listen, I'm bitter and will be bitter until the day that I fucking die. That we were the last generation to be ugly in middle school. The rest of them. It's really not fair. How dare you have a fucking tutorial at at your fingertips. You should have to read Seventeen magazine and try to like. (laughs) Be like the infographic number four and try to match it and. Look like a fool, like the rest of us. And look at all the clothes you can't fucking yeah. afford because they put really expensive clothes in those magazines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyways, moving on. Sorry. We're skipping on over to Izzy's point of view. Um, sorry, there's a giant truck rumbling down my street. Um, <clears throat> so she's still at the party, but seemingly not having as grand of a time as I would expect, given how hot she clearly looks. Um, Jordan approaches mm-hmm. her looking for Simon. He's like, I lost him. Don't know where he is. Do you know where he's at? And she's like, bitch, isn't that like your one fucking job? <laughs> like, yes. Yes. You had, had one, one job. job. <laughs> so she, we're in her point of view, which is nice. So she like ignore acknowledges that Jordan's hot, but I I do very much like that she firmly places him on her no fly list because of yes. his past with Maya. Like we love a loyal bitch. Yes. Listen, yes. I love what you said, and I agree with it, and I really like the way you wrote it. But I have an interjection yes. here. Interjection. Interjection. I like it. Okay, there's this line in that first text that you're talking Uh about where she's describing Jordan in her Uh brain. And she says, he really was most unreasonably tall, she thought. He had to be at least six foot two. Listen, how, like, we've, how tall is Alec? How tall is Jace? How tall is Magnus that six foot two was unreasonably (laughs) tall for you? Listen, are we, like... I'm I'm five three five four on a good day if I'm standing up straight. Um, six two is not that tall. 
No, I and I imagine her as like five seven, five eight, right? Who wears so, six inch uh-huh. heels? Yeah, like, yeah. Six two is a minimum for her. So what's funny is I thought you were going to mention the way she described not being interested in Jordan. Like she put him in that place in her brain where she reserved not to like someone. So it was like a weird way to describe that. I prefer the way you put it, Kristen. (laughs) But I agree. They all seem like they're around six foot. So what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like I, I am assuming in my brain. Okay. This is just the way it is. Correct me if you're thinking something different. Magnus is like 6'4 in my brain. Right. Is live. Mm-hmm. Alec is like 6'2. Jace is at six foot tall. But in okay. last chapter, Jordan is like a little bit taller than Magnus, right? But Magnus is like so skinny. Okay. okay. And Jordan's like very broad. Uh huh. So me and thinking we know he's... Magnus is taller than Alec. Yes. Because I remember reading that somewhere. Alec is supposed to be super tall and so is Matt Mm -hmm. and so is Jace. So I just, I don't know. I would think if he's taller, he'd be like 6'5". Like that would be unreasonably tall to someone like Izzy. There's people that are 7'5". But what does unreasonably mean? It's his body. Don't be mean. I know. That's disrespectful. I mean, could you imagine being a tall person? Like how annoying that has to be. Hearing all of the stuff all the time from people. Uh-huh. Wow, you're really tall. They probably get it four times a day. Yeah. What's the view like up there? I mean, I here's the thing, okay? I can't use the top shelves of anything in my house. I can't do Same. it. I can't reach. Um, I have a really hard time getting the clothes out of the washer and dryer because I can't reach. So do I. <laughs> uh-huh. I couldn't do um, it when I was pregnant. I had to get a stool yeah. or ask Andy. <laughs> right. Even with front loaders, I have to, like, literally put my body inside of it. <sighs> great um or like trying to clean on the top of stuff water my plants up on the shelf it's difficult okay Mm -hmm. but on the flip-flop of that like imagine having to bend over like that to wash dishes like that would really hurt your back or like like, how small the toilets probably feel Uh uh-huh although i think you get more leverage if your feet are on the floor i will say i do have long torso so it is uncomfortable to like bend over a table and eat. And I always slop all over myself because my right. body is so far away. So uh-huh. I just like pick up the bowl underneath my face. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Most so- people I sit next to, I am as tall or taller than they are sitting. Mm-hmm. Even fully grown adult dudes. Mm-hmm. That does happen. So I got that. Yeah, actually, I have a picture of us that we sent to Kristen the other day sitting. Let me look at it. Um, The other day, yesterday, I think, Andy Mm -hmm. tried to um, say I did something. And I don't even remember what it was. Something stupid. Put something somewhere stupid. And I was like, I don't know. I can't reach that. (laughs) So it couldn't have been me. (laughs) And that's what you're making me think of. Like, you're trying to blame me, but I'm too sure. I couldn't have reached Uh that. I think it's just one of those things, like, before, I was like, man, I hate my hair. It's too thick. I wish I had thin hair. Like, this is stupid. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you see the other problems. Like, the grass is always mm-hmm. just greener, dude. Look at that. Yeah. We are only, like, two inches yeah. different. And you are, like, four inches taller than me when we sit, at least. I'm not. Too, we're, we're like, crazy. not even two inches different in height. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Well, it's also hilarious because you get into Robin's driver's seat of her car and you're like, how the fuck are you this close to the goddamn steering wheel? You're like eating the steering wheel. You're gonna, well, and Mm -hmm. literally when I told Robin, I looked at her because she was like, oh, look at my new car. So I went and I was like, ooh, this is cool. And I sat in it and I turned and I looked at her and I go, if you get in a car accident, you're gonna die. You're too close yeah. to the steering wheel. You'll die. Yeah, no wonder you couldn't drive when you were yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Because her, her little itty bitty legs. <laughs> the little legs. <sighs> it's, that reminds me of the teeny tiny little face from Aladdin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. Uh, so. We bring up a lot of dated kind of examples from this series. Um, but this next bit, it's evergreen, baby. So <laughs> Jordan's like looking for Simon. He approaches Izzy. And she says, well, I haven't seen him. I thought you were supposed to be his keeper. He told me he was going to be right back. That was 40 minutes ago. I figured he was going to the bathroom. What kind of guardian are you? Shouldn't you have gone to the bathroom with him? Isabel demanded. (laughs) Jordan looked horrified. Dudes, he said. Do not follow other dudes into the bathroom. (laughs) Isabel sighed. Latent homosexual panic will do you you in every time, she said. Come on, let's go find him. Okay. (laughs) All the chef's kisses. All of Love that. it. Yeah, Cackling. absolutely. Still yes. applies to this he day. He absolutely could have stood outside, but okay. Uh, but just, like, you're literally a bodyguard. Your job is to guard the body. <laughs> I don't... Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, did he think he was pooping? Like, <laughs> what? Again, brings up the question, do vampires poop? Exactly. Obviously, right. they must go to the bathroom if he's following him to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Or he thought yeah. he was in the bathroom. Yeah. I, huh. They pee blood. You know, <laughs> ma'am. I don't know. I never thought that it would come up this much, but I'm, I'm pretty surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it comes off, up a lot more often than, than I originally expected. <laughs> Do you ever do that thing where you're in the car with your spouse or someone and you're just all quiet? And so you're like, what are you thinking about? And one day you're just going to be like, do vampires poop? Yeah, Jason, you know? Jason does that to me. I don't ask him that question because I've learned over the years that when you ask a man that question, the answer is usually nothing. And he means it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> But Jason will do that sometimes. He's like, I can hear you thinking. What are you thinking about? And it's usually something weird. Mm -hmm. And honestly, he acts like he doesn't like it. I think he really gets a kick out of the weird shit that goes on in my head. Yes. Absolutely. Well, because you have to explain how you got there, too. You know, because it's like your mind's going in all these different ways. His favorite is when we're having a conversation about something completely unrelated. And then I bring up something else as if it's part of the same conversation. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He really likes it when I do that. <laughs> I think that's called ADHD. <laughs> Top 10. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Jordan and Izzy search the party to no avail. 
uh, even enlisting Alec in their efforts. And Maya notices, uh, and when Izzy explains, like, what's going on with Simon, she joins as well. She's like, well, like, it's Simon. I guess I'll fucking look. Like, I was still mad at him, but, like, I could be mad at him while I look for him. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure there's a little bit of FOMO. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's She doesn't want him to, like, die or anything. Like, a little name is fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some embarrassment yeah. would be pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> but, like, dying is a bit dramatic. So their search turns up nothing, of course, and Izzy's instincts are telling her that, like, something is afoot. We do not likes. Without mm-hmm. um any idea where Simon could be and no way to contact him because his phone's going straight to voicemail, um, they start to assume, like, the worst. Like, whoever's been after him has might actually have succeeded. Whoopsies are bad. when Jordan tries to peel off and go check the apartment Izzy insists on going with him which is quickly followed by Alec and Maya being like you're not leaving us behind like the fuck and it's decided Mm -hmm. that they'll leave Clary out since it's her parents party um no thank you for I like the record to be shown like I want to be in on the adventure do not leave a party even if you're just going into the alley to, like, drink Goldschlager or something, like, don't leave the party without telling me I want to go. <laughs> well, I just don't understand why any of these people were there to begin with. Maya? Okay. Because she's part mm-hmm. of the pack. The rest of them? I don't I don't get. I'm, I'm, I, okay. I guess I don't understand why Alec, Izzy, and Magnus are there. Because I guess Simon. They're all well, Magnus is together. good friends with Jocelyn. Yeah. That's fair. And obviously, Magnus knows Jocelyn, and then Alec mm-hmm. is Magnus's plus They're one. They're coworkers. And then Izzy is friends with Clary. Yeah. Okay. And then right. Clary or Isabel invited. Obviously, Simon is coming because of Clary, and then Jordan mm-hmm. has to come because he's a bodyguard. He's like Whitney Houston's movie. And the wolf pack is like, stop inviting all these children. We have to pay per plate. Well, in in my head, <laughs> I keep like kind of. I have the same, like, vibe of this party as, like, a rich parent's, like, pool party or, like, a grad party or someone from where we grew up throwing a party, like, someone who lives on the hill throwing a party, right? Where it's, like, it doesn't matter who, it, like, everyone's invited. Like, that's kind of the fucking point. Like. Okay. Like, okay. To, just to show off everything. Yeah, kind and... of. And, like. Okay. <laughs> they, when they. Like, I remember going to parties at my friend's house because their parents were throwing a a party. And then their kids got to invite all of their friends and have, like, a pseudo party. Like, as, like, a... Okay, that's cute. Yeah, kind of like a a sidecar to the real party. And, like, we'd be downstairs at the pool table and, you know, shit. Neat. Yeah. That's the God, that was wild, though. Going from being really poor to having rich right. friends. And you're like, well, your house is like the size of the apartment building I lived in. Yeah. <laughs> I quite literally, my bedroom was a literal, like, cl- pantry closet at one point in my life. I was fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> Mine was the um, laundry room. 
when I was first born. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. One more. One time I was stuck at my friend's house who lived on the hill and it snowed. And so, like, we were just stuck up there. We were snowed in for a couple of days. And it was the first time I went sledding down an actual hill and and not a parking lot. (laughs) Oh, really? A hill with grass. (laughs) Not like the road where you accidentally go under the car? Right. It was, but it was their property because they had a a yard that big. (laughs) Wow. It was a core memory. Instead of going, trying to go in between the cars in the parking lot and not slide off, which yeah. did happen to me. And I did go underneath the car and like fucked up my back. Mm. Same. <laughs> it's good stuff. But yeah, core memory. I love it. Um, Where was I? Oh yeah. Don't leave me with my parents. That's not cool. So let's swing on back over to Simon. Um, He's in the elevator and they, the doors open to like this blink, like marble receiving room what i imagine like a penthouse receiving foyer is is like Mm -hmm. and then there's these two giant like glass doors on the far wall that lead to the outside and reveal that they're on the rooftop like level and honestly seven hundred fifty thousand dollars is like it really does sound like a steal when you factor in the rooftop garden like that's a perk I mean, they were starting at seven fifty, right? You probably didn't have access to the well, garden. <laughs> Fair enough. Your key doesn't work. Your, yeah, your key card just access denied. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maureen continues to lead Simon outside, uh, guiding him through the oasis, almost as if there was a chance of hopping upon like a lady in the tramp situation that she had prepared for them rather than something out of a saw movie. (laughs) Right. Yes. Okay. I just have to ask how it, maybe it's some sort of vampy magic. Like the building's still under construction, but there's electricity to make the elevator move and you trusted the elevator. Nope. No. I'll take the stairs. I don't think I could take that many stairs. Me neither. So I'm not I Nesta. Guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although they do have that vampy strength. That's fair. I mean, so. me personally, not vampire me. Exactly. Right. Although, I mean, I know you, and you wouldn't take the elevator. So that would be too oh, scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you can come to me. Yeah, exactly. Tell her to come oh, down dude, here. Oh, dude, the elevators at Dornbacher Hospital, no thank you. Absolutely Why? not. It was terrifying. Why? Terrifying. They stop like you're on freaking Hollywood Tower of Terror, dude. Oh. Very jutty. I'm already scared. I don't need to be freaked out by the elevator. You need to fix your shit. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's probably then a really big check elevators. my blood pressure after that. Oh, yes. Okay. I, I wasn't the patient. But, like, could you imagine? No, ma'am. <laughs> my god that's great that's how they have to tell if you really need like medical attention is they put you on a ride and then check your blood pressure <laughs> like, oh, you're shit. reacting a little strange yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so 
This building could be luxurious and relaxing. I guess I should say this room because it sounds like what Kristen said, the penthouse. So anyway, it could be all of those things, except there's like some black, icky, sticky shit on the floor. And um, I literally wrote this minutes after just complaining to my husband that at least wearing socks in our house has been helpful for the crumbs situation because no matter how many times I sweep or vacuum, my kids still leave crumbs. Even when they're mm -hmm. sleeping, there's more crumbs somehow. But now that I'm starting to wear socks instead of my slippers, there's sticky stuff on the bottom of my socks. Like, what is this now? <laughs> a bite of a fruit snack? I don't know. Yeah. But they, it can't be, though, because I think I ate all the fruit snacks because they were the Walmart kind. Oh, dude, those are the best so with good. the happy faces. So, yes. Yes, they're like the OG dinosaurs, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. So good. So good. Okay. Anyway, this sticky stuff seems purposeful because there are two circles, one inside of the other, and there's runes drawn like to fill the circles, it sounds like. Supposedly, Simon has seen enough runes to know that these didn't come from the gray book. And I'm like, like anyone can even know that, Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> how, how would you know? You've seen the entire gray book? Like, I just... Come on. I don't know. According to Simon's POV, they look menacing. And I just wonder if I'm too mundy to understand how a symbol can look menacing. I don't know. Maybe he's getting a feeling, I guess. Gives him bad vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The vibe is off. <laughs> <laughs> so inside the circles is a concrete block with a coffiny looking box on top. And I feel like we could have started there instead of with the circles. Like, it's just weird. <laughs> I think a coffin looking box would catch my eye quicker than circles with rooms uh -huh. in them that I didn't recognize. But whatever, I guess. So Maureen thinks that the display looks pretty. She's like, oh, it's pretty. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm getting the heebie-jeebies. Like, what are you talking about? It's pretty. Again, she's a better vampire than him, I guess. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. So... Yeah, before he can even ask her what the hell is going on, a woman thanks Maureen for bringing Simon and tells her she's done a good job and dismisses her. She turns to welcome Simon and thanks him for coming. And he realizes that it's the woman that claimed, claimed to be a band promoter outside of the club the night Simon bit Maureen. And he's like, dude, I didn't think we were that good of a band. Like, you're trying really hard <laughs> to get in touch with me. I, she's just like us. we've been trying to reach you but your car's extended <laughs> warranty he's just like you know we're bad right <laughs> oh my god that's great <laughs> uh, yeah so he's just you know whatever she wants nothing to do with his Simon jokes and tells him to knock it off uh, and then she realizes that Maureen is still standing there and she's like, bitch, be gone. Maureen just like takes off back the way she came in. I just imagine her just like scurrying like a little mouse. You know, she's like, oh, OK. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Simon can feel the dark power coming off of this woman. It turns out it's just love spell, you know, from the early aughts, <laughs> the body spray. Why'd they get rid of it? I don't know. Oh my god. It was the best. It smells like rubbing alcohol. So many memories. How dare you? I was a cucumber melon girl, okay? So was Jody. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, I had the cucumber melon in the frosted, like, Ooh. glass-looking body mm-hmm. mist. Yes, of the, course. the holiday uh-huh. special edition. <laughs> like, Yes. Maybe. From I don't know. Box. <sighs> and it was probably one of those things that you did just like me, Robin. It was too nice to use, so you never uh-huh. used it. And then it went Dude. bad. Yep. My mom really liked peach, so we, she had, like, peach mm-hmm. bath. What are those balls? The balls? The bath balls? The pearls? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the peach hands. The ones in the shape stuff. of the seashell? Yeah. No, these were <laughs> bursting like beads. I don't know. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so she tells Simon, uh, this woman, tells Simon she thought it would be easy to get her hands on him, but he's made it rather difficult. Um, she's even dealt with a daylighter before, albeit it was like 100 years ago, but she has seen it. And then she, like, flips her hair back, and she's like, you know, I'm, like, I'm older than I look. (laughs) And without skipping a fucking beat, Simon goes, you look pretty old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And I just have to know if anyone brought cream for that sick burn, because that was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, I'll give him that. This is Simon appreciation? (laughs) Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, such a good one that she just has to let it right. go. You know, she just how has are you not? How is he not more nosy about wanting to know more about this day later? Yes. Maybe. Well, yes, I agree. Because we do go on to learn about her, like, in her age, yeah. sort of. But, yeah. Like, who was it? Tell me more. It was only 100 years ago. That means, like, Magnus mm-hmm. might have known. Yeah. Oh, baby, bring it all to me. Yes. Yes. Okay, so like I said, she just doesn't acknowledge his insult and goes on explaining all the ways her people failed to like bring him to her. So she decided to go do the job herself as the band promoter. And as soon as she saw him, she recognized the mark, you know, because she knew Kane personally. (laughs) Don't want to name drop or anything. Right, exactly. (laughs) Bitch, you are old. (laughs) So he calls her out because he obviously doesn't believe her. But she claims to have been Adam's first wife before Eve. She says that she refused to be ob- obedient to Adam. So God casted her out and made Adam a new wife. I'm just like, this bitch is the OG feminist, man. <laughs> She's just like the first. <laughs> she said, I don't need no man. <laughs> exactly. Yep. The she fuck do you think you're talking to? And turns into a demon. She's like, fuck you all. Yeah. I'll start my own group. Way to make Lilith's fucking, like, the most redeemable character. What the fuck? <laughs> Lilith Fair? Come on. Was that not about right. women empowerment? Uh, like this bitch was on to something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... She is the first of all demons, and although she goes by many names, she tells Simon her name is Lilith. But we finally get down to business. She needs his blood. She um, tries to trick him into the circle. I guess I kind of mean trick. But he notices first, and he's like, oh, I remember those circles. I remember those. No, no, no. That was the close <laughs> You one. almost got me there. <laughs> And she's like, whatever, dude. I just wanted you to have a better view of whatever what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. A better view right in the center of this pentagram. 
<laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> oh, so she moves the cloth that was covering the box on top of the concrete block. And the 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 cloth just disappears. She's a vampire. Okay, I guess she's a demon. I was going to say she's not a warlock. Like, how did she just do that? But okay. Anyway, it disappears and underneath is a glass box with Sebastian inside pulling a Snow White. Just like sleep. Like that, you guys. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Sorry. I, I did my best impression of Snow White sleeping. <laughs> By being quiet. Yeah. The silence was me Snow Whiting. Oh, I wish. I wish. Somebody let me do that. Okay. So that's all we get right there. So we jump over to the investigative crew at Jordan's apartment. There was not a note on the door. That would have been too easy. So they go inside to search for clues Alec stood guard downstairs while Maya and Jordan looked through Simon's backpack. And I guess Izzy was sent to go look in his room. Although, like, when she stands in the doorway looking in his room, she feels sad because it's such, like, a little shithole. And not in the sense that it's, like, a gross apartment. It's just really sad. Like, it's just a blank room with a futon mattress on the floor and a blanket folded nicely at the foot. It's a divorced dad special. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> but I'll give him that, okay? At least he has that going for him that he made his bed because he folded the blanket. One point on Amanda's list. That's two you've given that him That is two. Time. You're right. He had a yep. pretty good burn wow. earlier. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. I know. Who would have fucking thought guys. it? It is. It's almost like Not we would have called it. <laughs> <laughs> But you didn't think it would take this long, did you? <laughs> no. No, seriously. And honestly, things got things got a little, like, spicy there for a minute. I was like, ooh, shit, we might not be able to pull this one through. <laughs> I was going to take you guys with me. Right. If I'm going down, you're coming with me. It was Okay, so although Izzy has never seen Simon's room at home at his mom's house, she imagined that the walls are covered in band posters and sports trophies? No. Mm-mm. What? Maybe a math, like, decathlon or something. Yes, yes. Yeah. Or a video game trophy or something. I don't know, but, like, Disc why golf? would you? Mm-mm. She's just thinking of typical Mundy shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's not thinking of Simon himself. I mean, the band posters are on, but obviously. When she says, like, his games he likes to play, like, she does say that. That's true. She does list Mm -hmm. quite a few things, but that's what got, that's what stuck on me was the the trophies. I'm just like, what the hell? Uh So she's thinking about how he had never invited her to his house, and she was afraid to ask to go because um, it would create some sort of commitment in her head if she had met his mom. And I don't know why that feel. I- okay, never mind. Duh. I was going to say, I don't know why that would be over now. She could still meet his mom, but that's because they broke up. Right. So don't be stupid. <laughs> so she turns to leave the room. And um, she either decides to give Maya and Jordan a few more minutes to talk or she decides she wants to eavesdrop. But either way, she does give them a few more minutes to talk and she eavesdrops. So. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. We don't know what the intention was. Yeah. 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 So they didn't find anything in Simon's backpack. So they go to look through his wallet. 
Why, why is it there? They're wondering it. But like, I'm wondering why more. Because they don't seem suspicious about that at all. Because he was obviously at the party on his own free will. Like, why did he not take his wallet? It's weird. I guess he's not an adult yet. So he's not required to have ID on him at all times. I don't I don't know. It's Maybe weird. He doesn't look like his ID anymore. Who leaves the house without their wallet? It is weird. Yeah, because he had money in there. What it's not like he's like, oh, what the fare? fuck? Especially if yeah, you're going anything. out. Like, you know you always have to keep keep an extra, like, twizzle in case you need to call a cab or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially in New York, I assume. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, she can hear Jordan ask Maya if um, he can see the wallet. And as he reaches for it, it causes Maya to jerk back. And he immediately apologizes. Um, She takes a deep breath and tells him that Simon had told her what happened with, you know, their inner, their whole biting incident. (laughs) And she understands that he didn't mean to turn her. She remembers her first full moon changing thing happening. And um, she, she knows that it's terrifying. So like, I wish I had known sooner sort of thing. And Jordan Mm -hmm. admits that he feels like he should have been there for her, but she knows that the Praetor Lupus wouldn't allow it. And plus, like, you were a new person slash wolf, and I was a new person slash wolf, blind leading the blind. You wouldn't have been any help to me, really. Mm -hmm. So um, he had hoped that over their time apart, um, he would discover that she was one of the lucky ones that didn't get turned because apparently it's like a 50-50 situation when you are bitten. Okay. And she very bluntly says, well, obviously, just kidding. She said something else, but it was like, well, I did. I did sort of thing. And um, she had thought this whole time that he knew what he was doing. And he bit her to take revenge on her because he saw her kissing that boy at the party. And why else would she think that? So, of course, she did. But it actually made her made things easier for her because she had someone to blame. So this whole time she's hated him and it's been like raging inside of her instead of just feeling sorry for herself. She could be mad. So <laughs> it was mm-hmm. a good thing. So gave her direction. She says that she's, yeah, <laughs> for sure. She says that she still does blame him, but like in a different way. No, now that she knows the truth and I wish she would describe that a little more, but okay. So he tells her that there isn't a day that goes by that he doesn't think about what he did to her, you know, the person that he loved more than anything. She tells him to stop it. She's like, don't say that shit. It doesn't help. And you can tell she's starting to get emotional. So Izzy realizes this is her time to enter. Things are getting too emotional. This is not the time nor the place. Maybe that never needs to happen. So she comes into the room and um, asks if they found anything. So Jordan tells her that they found nothing so far, but they were just about to go through his wallet. It took two of them to go through a backpack. I feel like this took like 20 minutes, probably not. But then they just give Izzy the wallet for inspection because apparently these two can't do shit together. (laughs) They're just too distracted. So it looks like Maya is probably crying. So she hands the wallet over to Izzy for her to go through it. (sighs) Poor Maya. Poor Maya. She well, is she getting had the heart to heart with Simon too. Putting mm-hmm. through the ringer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I thought I had to sneeze. Uh, Izzy starts going through Simon's wallet, finding a quote non-driver's ID, 
which mm-hmm. like wasn't Simon driving Eric's van in City of Bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know that's not important, but we're here to snoop out the facts. So yep. I want to know, mm-hmm. was he driving illegally or did the story change? <laughs> and if he didn't have a license, why would Eric let him borrow his van? Maybe he yeah. just took his license and put it in his pocket and didn't bring his whole wallet. Because it's got to be a bummer sitting on a wallet all night. Well, the thing but then is, why would like he they... have a non-driver's license in his wallet? He pulled a robbery. I have all of my old IDs, but they're hole punched. Yeah. Which it has helped me go into Costco before when I forgot literally my entire, because I have a, like a checkbook wallet and then a wristlet wallet and mm-hmm. I forgot the wristlet wallet at home. So I was able to use my old ID to get into Costco. Gotcha. So it has come in handy before, but they hole punch it. Maybe they don't hole punch it in New York. I don't know. I'm sure they do. I just want to know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. She eventually finds the band promoter's business card tucked behind a photo of him and Clary. And the card had Citrina Kendall, band promoter, followed by a phone number and an address. And a memory tugs at her while she's reading the card, but she can't quite grasp it. You know, like when you walk into a room and the memory goblin that lives rent-free in your bane eats your thoughts on why you were there in the first place. Yep. They were hungry. They needed a snack. So now you can't remember why you walked upstairs. Happened to me thrice yesterday. What am I doing here? (laughs) Anyway, the business card is suspect. She's not into it. So she holds it up to the person slash wolves, asking what their thoughts are. And before they can respond, Alec walks in, asking if they found anything, because playing bodyguard outside the building is boring. Chlorophyll. to say it. More like chlorophyll. Izzy hands her bro jam the card, asking if anything on it strikes him as odd. To which Alec replies, you mean besides the fact that no band promoter could possibly be interested in Lewis's sucky band? (laughs) He takes the card and furrows his brow, uh, reading Citrina out loud to the class. And Maya asks if the name means anything, and Alec replies that Citrina is one of the 17 names of Lilith, the demon mommy. Okay, and I might be pronouncing Citrina wrong, but that's what's so. happening here. Anyway, Jordan gives Alec like side eye, like bombastic side eye. And he's like, what, you have all 17 names memorized? Of course. He and does. Alec retorts by asking, who are you again? Love. And I love the confidence. Like Jordan didn't just see him go full 90 day fiance. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just witness. The explosion. He's got the balls to be like, who the fuck are you? Like, who are you, meltdowny bitch? Who are you? For real. He's like, I'm a motherfucking war hero. Who are you? Yeah. (laughs) I don't care how good looking you are. Fuck you. (laughs) (sighs) Izzy tells Alec, like, to shut up. As the sister should. Mm-hmm. And then asks him to recite the other names of Lilith. Just like, okay, brain test. Pub trivia. Go. <laughs> and he rattles off a short list before he gets to Talto, which gives Izzy her aha moment. And she brings a group up to speed about the church of Talto and the demon babies at Beth Israel. Alec is like, bruh, I wish you would have told me that before we got, like, this explanation, Okay. Sorry, I said that wrong. He's like, I wish you would have told me that before. 
And then we get an explanation from Alec that I'm going to read because I couldn't summarize it. Yes, Talto is another name for Lilith, and Lilith has always been associated with babies. She was Adam's first wife, but she fled from the Garden of Eden because she didn't want to obey Adam or God. God cursed her for her disobedience, though any child she bore would die. The legend says she tried over and over to have a child, but they were all born dead. Eventually, she swore she would have vengeance against God by weakening and murdering infant humans. You might say she's the demon goddess of dead children. <laughs> I sh- I'm sorry. I shouldn't have laughed. I have no words. <sighs> and Maya's like, didn't you just say she's the mother of demons? Like, you can't have both. And he says, like, she was supposedly able to create demons by scattering drops of her blood on the earth in a place called Edom. And um, since they were born of hate, like her children, they became demons. At least that's what the story says. He's just like, I read the headline, not the article. That's what I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even click and the link. Is he... Dude, that's me. I just, I gotta let you know. I just... When I say I read an article, I mean I watched a TikTok, and I didn't verify my sources, but I'm going to tell you what I saw. (laughs) Izzy replies with Shadowhunter motto number three, okay? We got a couple of them. This is the third one, and she says all the stories are true. Mm -hmm. And Alec agrees, but he's not too convinced about the listed number and address on the card. He's like, "Mm, yeah, maybe you're right, but, like, I smell bullshit about that. And Izzy's like, yeah. You might be right, but we don't have any other leads. So that's we're going to go start to investigation discovery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you listening? Okay. Oh, I said that. Okay. Investigation discovery. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the Southern version? I Yeah. I don't. I don't. That was the Herschel version. I don't know. <laughs> My... My mom's third husband, he had this alter ego he called Herschel. And whenever, it was so fucking ridiculous. Whenever he'd eat an orange, he'd take the peel and like cut it to look like teeth and put it in his mouth and be Herschel. It was funny. He was from Tennessee. (laughs) He was a strange man. Um, I've said this before, but sometimes I like to speak Spanish in the most Southern accent you could ever imagine. Okay. Specifically just to make Omar get so mad. <laughs> he absolutely can't stand it. His brain can't handle it. I love it. And I don't know how your I brain can go there. Delightful. What do you mean? I just, it's another language and like, we're, I don't know. That's just... Good Robin job. has a really big brain. <laughs> yeah. And I like to do weird voices in my head all the time. <laughs> Someone else yeah. is always talking. You've been practicing so for years. It's like, I'll do it to Audrey and I'm like, Kuma Wistos. Vasa <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Got it. Oh, Got it. no. Got it. Yeah. And uh, <gasps> especially when she's on a phone call with her friends that speak Spanish. And then Omar it makes him mad. Uh-huh. And then whenever you're in Walmart, you have to do the Walmart voice, too. What? Which is you, the same gotta... sort of breathy, like, 
Do you know where they got them uh, fishing lines? I just got to find some for my gear truck. And then Sounds I'll like you have a dip in. Only talk to her like that. Which she is starting to join my antics, which is what I want. Right. That's great. Instead of getting embarrassed. Yeah, usually anyway. at their age, they start thinking you're not funny anymore. So good for you, bro. Uh-huh. We're yeah. proud of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mainly because it annoys Omar. And then we both like that. Right. <laughs> we both fight. You just got to find joy in the yep. little things. Like. Yep. yep. Jason said that over the weekend. Uh. He, he, I don't know. He would come came over and he was just bothering me. He was just fucking with me. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I wanted to bother you. <laughs> I'm like, are you... Are you my husband or my little brother? Are you like, bothered? What? I don't understand. You're coming into my room bothering me. <laughs> He's like, that's my job. I'm just like, uh-huh. Okay. I do that too, but then I go, pay attention to me. That's what I say. <laughs> well, I'm in literally my most annoying state. Spend time with me. I love it. I lost where I was. That's what the dead silence was. Okay. We are back at the high rise. Simon is staring in disbelief at Sebastian's body. He definitely did not look two months post rigor mortis. Okay. But he for sure wasn't breathing. He was very pale and missing a hand. But otherwise, he didn't look too worse for wear. Like he could be sleeping if he didn't know any better. And Simon tells Lilith that it's impossible for him to be there because Jace murdered him. MDK. <laughs> Lilith ignores his statement and instead paws at the top of the coffin saying Jonathan what? and then asking Simon if he thinks that he's beautiful. No. And paw again, most obnoxious description I could think of that. That's not what she's doing, but I want you to imagine that she is. <laughs> Unable to hold it together for more than five minutes at a time, he replies by saying that he isn't really his type. He's just one, two, three. This freaking ancient <coughs> demon. Okay? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. He's with literally the mother of demons, and he's just like cracking jokes. He's like, my charm will get me through this. Sometimes. It's going to pay this off. This is what Robin would be. So, little. But not, but not like in a less confident way. In a, in a like, I'm going to keep talking because I just have to fill the words. Like, oh, the silence has to be words. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure she, yeah. would, she would say all kinds of fun things to distract Lilith. You should see me on a business trip. It's a party. It's a party. It's, it's so many puns, you guys. So many puns. <laughs> Isn't that the best type yes. of humor? Yes. I just like okay. that you were telling us a story about a guy. It was a a person that you were at dinner with or something like that. And you were just like, you could just tell he has this story that he likes to share with mm-hmm. everyone. And he hadn't told me yet. And you uh-huh. know people do. Everybody has stories that they'll share like that. And I just think that's so funny to recognize that. 
Yeah, he was into yeah. it. He, wanted, he told everybody else at the table, but he hadn't told me, and he was really enjoying every moment of it. <laughs> so I couldn't let him down. My attention was wrapped. You're such on something I did not really a care good about. person, Robin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the naivety. Saying that word wrong again. Okay. Fuck me, I can't remember where I am. I swear I'm a professional. <laughs> okay. Lilith, again, is not paying attention to Simon's smartass attitude. He's being, she is being like a Gen X boomer parent. She's like, I'm just going to ignore this fucking kid. <laughs> instead of acknowledging yep. that he's in the room. Okay. And, um, she says that Jonathan is unique because he is half shadow hunter, half greater demon, which makes him like super powerful. Okay. He is the leader of the, he's like Magneto, right? It's the guy, the leader of the X-Men. And Simon is like, yes, but he's dead. And he makes a mental note that he feels like he has to keep bringing it up because Lilith isn't choosing to believe that he's dead. So he's just going to keep reminding her. He's like, I'm going to mansplain death to a greater. To the mother of demons. Not even a greater demon. The mother yeah. of demons. She doesn't quite understand. So I'm just going to. The audacity. Tell you. Did I share this? Okay, look, I know I'm tangenting. Did I tell you about my yard work project? We're like tearing up the side mm. yard and the house because it's just overgrown and the, the vision didn't do what we wanted it to do. And so I did like a fourth of it. And then Omar came home from work and was trying to tell me mm. how to do it. And I was like, you are not going to mansplain something that I literally just did to me. This is not happening and we're not going to have this conversation. I'm not entertaining mm -hmm. you right now. And I was proud Good of myself. Job. Huh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I did it. This is what that reminds me of. Simon, I don't, I feel like you are not qualified here. Yes. Not that he wasn't qualified. He's was He did do a better job than me, but that's brute strength. Anyway, yes. that's regardless of this. Lilith frowns down at the body and says that it is true that Jace Lightwood stabbed him in the back and through the heart. Um, she was in Idris when V-Tang opened the doorway to the demon world. And she just, like, popped in. She didn't want to fight or anything. Um, she just really wanted the cheese, May. V-Tang was so full up. of him. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just had to know. It, like, beeped to me like Kim Possible. <laughs> V-Tang was so full of himself that heaven smote his ass. And she saw what happened when the angel rose and turned on him. And then he says, she says this, quote, I am the oldest of demons. I know the old law, a life for a life. I raced to Jonathan. It was almost too late. That which was human about him died instantly. His heart had ceased to beat, his lungs to inflate. The old laws were not enough. I tried to bring him back then. He was too far gone. All I could do was this, preserve him for this moment. E. Simon thinks about running past Lilith and yeeting himself off the building. <laughs> the mark extended its protection <laughs> against other things hurting Simon, but he wasn't confident that would stop himself from hurting himself. 
But he was a vampire, so therefore could he recover from a 40-story plunge? He's debating. And Lilith interrupts his intrusive thoughts by asking him if he wants to know what moment she'd been waiting for. A villain has got to monologue, and he's messing it up by not being a more present audience. How rude. It's just disrespectful. It like, <laughs> How rude. I mean... Truly, I think you nailed it. You nailed it on the head. It's it's about respect. Like she demands respect. How dare you? You're supposed to play a play along. You plea. don't you know, dude? She doesn't even wait for his reply before she continues, um, checking in that Simon knows the origin story of the Nephilim and Raziel offering his blood for Jonathan Shadowhunter to drink. That's basically the vibe she's going for, except Jonathan is going to create a new race that she designs. She's going to be the HBIC. Simon tells her that if she wants to start a new race for, from some dead dude, then she should go for it. But like, what does this all have to do with him? Why am I here? And then the revelation that we've all guessed since the coffin showed itself. Vampy blood can help with her with his resurrection uh <clears throat> simon clarifies that like like out loud to the class like basically you want me to change sebastian into a vampire paraphrased <laughs> it's not exactly what it says and i can't read what i wrote so there we are lilith reprimands the name change she's like do not call him that his name is jonathan his name is robert mm-hmm. paulson and then she says that she wants Simon to drink Jonathan's blood, then give Jonathan back some of his blood in exchange. And Simon immediately axes the idea, saying that the world is a better place without Sebastian in it. And even if he... Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. It's not happening. And even if he did bite him, that wouldn't do anything. For being old as dirt, Lilith is pretty fucking dumb. Ha ha. You dumb bitch. This body is just an empty vessel without a soul to fill it. Don't you know anything? Hoodwinked. Gotcha. Gotcha. Have you not been paying attention, (laughs) man? (laughs) Like, imagine being so wrapped up in your own internal monologue that you're not listening to this, like, deathly powerful woman. And, like, I'm just assuming she wants her Hades right. moment, okay? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, she is the star of the stage. She's no longer the understudy. Like, this is it. And he's yeah. just blowing How it for her. Because he does not give a shit. <laughs> does not care. <sighs> so Lilith laughs at him and says, like, she's like, <laughs> Clary never told you then. And she continues, like, in a riddle. Like, she's like, an eye for an eye. Blah, 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 blah. Summary. If a life is given to light, a life is owed to the dark as well. Which is still confusing, but whatever. Simon's over the encounter. (laughs) He throws up deuces at Lilith, telling her (laughs) that if she wants him, then she can come at. Like, come at me, bro. Lilith compares him to Cain, saying that they're both stubborn. And Simon still gives no shits, and she, like, warns him not to turn his back on her. 
She's not stupid enough to hurt Simon. She don't fuck with the holy fire of the divine, okay? She's not about that life. But she knows what makes humans tick. And it's all lust and pride and greed and vanity and love. And Simon has his main character moment, telling the evildoer that love isn't a weakness. (laughs) Could you imagine? Like, I'm just thinking in my head, Lilith, the eye roll of just be like, fuck, again. Shut the (laughs) fuck up, you stupid little leave. (laughs) How many times I've heard this? Yes, 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 yes. We've heard it all before. Lilith guffaws at him. <laughs> and then she looks past him. I don't know why that turned into a cluck, but it did. <laughs> and Simon turns to see Jace clutching Clary in front of him, holding a knife to her throat. So all good Great. things, all good things. Mm-hmm. Jace looks like a robot, void of any emotion, as he addresses Lilith, saying he brought her just as she asked. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, no. not good. Mm-hmm. Mm. We told you it was a red flag, bitch. <laughs> I know, I really girl. Have self-preservation. It's a little worse mm-hmm. than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> it's awful dude um yeah i don't know i again queen of cliffhangers i will say that always and forever it's how you get Mm -hmm. you you gotta get them Mm -hmm. to turn to the next chapter you you gotta get them to say the the words that every author wants to hear one more chapter because we all know it's a lie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know. Can you? I'm maybe dumb, but like, why was this chapter named I New York City no Angels? Unless it's referring to the Shadowhunters. I can't think of it either. The Nephilim. I don't know. It's, that would be my guess. It's probably some reference that we don't get. Yeah. Uh, maybe. 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 Okay. If you know, let me know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. make sure that you read chapter 17 and Kay's, Kane rose up for next week's episode. <laughs> for behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Down World or Dish Podcast. We'll see you next Bye. time. Um, bye. Bye.